Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan. Staring me through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. How's it going today, Daniel? So far, so good. Did somebody just pop in on the other side? It was Shiloh. Hey, Shiloh. Hey. Is she going to join us for Dragon Talk? Uh, I guess not. She is oh. not. Okay. Did she like it, though? Thumbs she up, down. Oh, oh, A plus. If anybody has any criticisms criticism about this movie, they're wrong. That movie was perfect. It was beautiful. Nothing was wrong with that movie. Uh-oh. Well, I guess I'm wrong then. You are. Because <laughs> I got a couple things to say. Not many, but a couple. It's about the dragon. What about the dragon? I'm just assuming. It doesn't have wings. Come on. Um, I will I will say that was a we'll get into it. That was a unique way of how they get around though with like the uh water pads. Yeah. That was very different. And we'll get into that. All right. Yeah. So yes, today we're talking a brand new Disney animated film, Ryan the Last Dragon. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's find that last dragon. Let's Cheers. find that last dragon. Cheers. Cheers. Daniel's got some brake slide over there, it looks like. Is that their Stay West IPA? Yep, Stay West. I hadn't had it in a while, so I picked some up. Nice. So I've got one here from Binary Brewing. It is a motherboard milk stout. Ever had it? Let's give it a try. I mean, milk stouts are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Nice. It's tasty. Cool. Yeah, where do they brew? Does it say here? What's the brewery called? Binary. It's not like super. It's in Portland. It is Portland. Okay. Wasn't like super yeah. obvious on the on the can. Okay. Yeah. They, that's a good flavor though. I like it. Nice. All right. Yeah. We're almost into a new season of beer coming up. Springtime. Woo. Less stout. More lighter stuff <laughs> all right and it well let's get into our first segment here what do you got for movie news here man i mean not a lot but i did see uh that they released today the first look at lady gaga and adam driver and ridley scott's house of gucci which i don't really know much about that i assume it's about the fucking rise of the gucci brand but adam driver and uh <laughs> and lady gaga are just looking swinging and like you have a picture. Let's see. I don't know. I didn't know Ridley Scott was making that type of movie. It seems like something that wouldn't necessarily be up his alley. Let's see here. About the Gucci. Lady Gaga Gucci. Where are they? But I mean, like, I'm not going to say no to an Adam Driver movie and a Lady Gaga movie. That sounds pretty great. Or Ridley Scott. I just sent you the picture. Okay, because I put in, like, Lady Gaga Gucci and, like, tons of stuff came up. I'm sure she's oh, that'd be cool. That. I mean, hey, I like her Star is Born. It's not a musical, is it? I don't think so. <laughs> but it's also something hilarious, like a funny little hiccup, I guess, over at HBO. I think it was yesterday that when people went to go watch Tom and Jerry, which is weird that you would watch it, I guess. I mean, we watched it, but don't watch it. But 
apparently when people were booting up Tom and Jerry, it started playing the Snyder cut. Really? So some people at most got about two hours of the Snyder cut because <laughs> they, it, apparently it was like a two hour like hiccup where like for some reason long, watching Tom and Jerry would put you into the Snyder cut, but they fixed it within a couple hours. So at max somebody got through half of it. But that's oh, still a big that's chunk to hilarious, go That's hilarious, though. <laughs> what a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. It's like, you know, they're probably like, well, no one's really going to realize that this happened if it's just Tom and Jerry, but, you know. Oh, that's funny. All these parents putting it on for their kids. Like, wait, 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 what's this? Whoa, whoa, what's what do we have here? They're watching Tom and Jerry. Oh, this city is sick. <laughs> all right, all right, go to your room, go to your room. What day? I don't remember Tom and Jerry. I said go to your room out of your room and leave dad alone <laughs> restart this and just like try and get through it <laughs> oh that's awesome but, oh, I see that, that was just kind of a recent. wow okay well hey i like all three of them adam driver lady gaga and ridley scott so hey whatever they want to bring bring it yeah and then i mean not really news news but i mean something that we're both really excited about is on march 19th is when the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV series hits Disney Plus. Woohoo! And I am super stoked to see that, especially with their past trailer or like their newest trailer that showcased Sharon Carter. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Is uh, uh so you you've seen the you've seen the finale of WandaVision. Does that kind of lead into what Winter Soldier a little bit? No, because Winter Soldier was supposed to come out before it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was actually because when COVID started, like the Winter Soldier was filmed on location a lot of different places around the world. But when COVID hit, that was one of the things that they halted production on because they couldn't travel to make the movies while WandaVision was done on set. So they were able to complete that one before. So Winter Soldier was supposed to come out, was supposed to be the first big well, I wonder uh, if they did some rewrites like, though to make it go in sequence. But so I want I am uh, episode behind on WandaVision. I need to watch the finale. So far, okay, talk about that. Love the last episode though. I thought it was really good. Very nice. Second to last episode. Yeah. Well, last one I watched. That's what I mean. Right. Right. But yes. 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 All uh, right. Any other cool news out there? Um. I didn't really see anything else. I didn't have anything else written. It was kind of like a little sparse this week, but I don't know, some stuff to look forward to in the immediate future. And I guess people are really like with the, I guess Rhea is doing pretty well in theaters and on Disney plus for as far as like people paying for it, that that, they're good. There's a lot of rumors that they might actually release Black Widow as like one of those $30 movies. Well, because Ray only made it $8.5 over the weekend as far as box think, office goes. I think in foreign markets. I don't know, but I, think, I don't know if that $8.5 million, Well, internationally, like, 17.6, so 26.5 altogether. I mean, not a bad opening weekend, I guess, for as far as COVID stuff goes, but I don't know. I don't know how much they haven't announced how much they're actually making from people buying it at home yeah i don't i have no idea or at least nothing specific i don't at least on box office mojo i don't see that kind of stuff yeah well, well that would be cool because i would like to finally watch black widow i've been looking forward to that one for over a year now 
dude, I know. I'm like, I really just want to watch it. And I get that you're saving it because that's literally a billion dollar movie. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, as much as I want to see it in theaters. Watch it. Yeah, right. Well, on that note, let's uh, let's get into some things we saw this week. I actually saw a few movies this week. So, yeah, happy about that. A couple of them I can just breeze over. I saw a couple 80s films last week. I think I've talked about them on the podcast. I know I did at least one last year. Saw Risky Business and Footloose. What, what? That sounds fun. Lots of fun, especially with Footloose and its amazing soundtrack. But yeah, as we know, I haven't Risky... seen Footloose in a really long time. Yeah, it's funny. I hadn't seen it till last January, and now I've seen it three times. <laughs> you have a <laughs> habit of doing that. The wrong Missy, you watched it three times. Saw Risky Business three times in the last year, too. That's one of my all-time favorites, top 20. Love that movie. <laughs> that also has a really good soundtrack. Not as quite like 80s pop as Footloose, but it still has a really good soundtrack. They put the Tangerine Dream score on there, too, which is amazing. But yeah, lots of fun. But uh, I did watch a movie I hadn't seen in quite a while. That was fun to sit down and watch again. We had a little roommate night here at the uh, house, and we watched Catch Me If You Can, which was a ton of fun. Written by Jeff Nathanson and directed by Steven Spielberg. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, Chris Walken, Martin Sheen, Amy Adams, uh, Jennifer Garner's in it, Elizabeth Banks. A whole bunch of people are in it. And yeah, this is, I I think pretty much most people listening have watched Catch Me If You Can. If you have not, go watch it. It's great. I have so much fun. Just It's just a fun movie. The fact that they shot this in a month, it's crazy to me. Yeah, they swat. What movies did they shoot it in between? Um, it was somewhere around Minority Report. I know that, as far as Spielberg's schedule goes. Okay. But yeah, it was kind of like a one-off for him in a way, and it ended up being one of his best movies. Yeah, it's a great movie. Kind of totally forget that it's Spielberg who did it. Great score by John Williams, of course. Which I love that opening title sequence, the little cartoons and his music. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, it's, this is the first movie, too, where I appreciated DiCaprio as an actor. You know, of course, we all saw him in 1997, Titanic. You know, I was in junior high at the time. Girls were like, oh, Leo, ooh. I think our sisters had wall pictures of him on their walls. And I was just like, oh, they have, they definitely have the Titanic poster, which yeah. prominently featured his face. And I was just like, oh, DiCaprio, who cares? But man, once I saw, once I saw him in uh, this movie, though, I was like, okay, you know what? I this guy's a legit bona fide actor of course there was this movie and Gangs of New York that came out the same year and then you're like holy shit no this guy is a straight up actor this guy can act and then yeah of course he's in more Scorsese films after this The Departed uh, The Aviator I'm like okay this guy's amazing I mean of course now as we all know as when we talked about in The Revenant he's one of my favorite actors out there right now Love right. Him. loved him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood great film yeah great acting great performance love it nice <laughs> overdue to watch that one again <laughs> again still only watched it the one time so yeah catch me if you can though great 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 movie loved it nice. daniel what's something you saw this week oh i i didn't i didn't watch anything else besides raya although i watched raya almost twice all right well then i will continue i started recapping dc movies get ready for the schneider cut I started off with Man of Steel. And I, I got to say, I don't know. I hear some criticism about this over the years. I like Man of Steel. This is a fun, good, well-made movie. 
What are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I still remember, I mean, given Man of Steel came out when I was a teenager, so it was kind of like, yeah, fuck yeah, Superman killed somebody, all right, <laughs> you know, but even still, like, well, I've pe- seen People it complain then. about that, but I'm like, this guy was literally like, I'm going to kill you and then destroy the world. Yeah. I think that's I know, worthy of killing one person. I know, but that's the whole thing is like, Superman would never do that. Well, neither would Batman, and we'll get into that in a little bit. (laughs) Right. So it's just like, well, it's one of those things that like people don't want their heroes, like the blue, the big blue boy Boy Scout, to uh, kill people. But I I remember seeing that. Like, well, you know, in the movie, what else was he supposed to do? What? Yeah, I said he didn't kill an Earthling. They killed one of his own. So it's like I I give that a free pass. Yeah, fuck it. Great movie though. Like, there's so much I'd forgotten about. Like, I forgot about how we spend like the first 15, 20 minutes on Kryptonite or uh, Krypton. Uh, all that was great. I love Russell Crowe's his father, Jarrell. Thought that was just wonderful. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, there's just there's so much good stuff that I had forgotten about, but this is a overall very good movie. I, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. And that leads us to uh, Batman versus Superman. Dawn of Justice. Which I got Did to you say, watch watched... the extended edition again? I watched the what they call the ultimate edition, which is three hours long right i gotta say it's not as bad as i remember i'm not gonna say it's a great film but it's not as bad as i remember it's got its moments the martha stuff is still a little on the cringe side however this movie has some good moments in it first off say what you will i like batflick ben affleck is batman you know who's been in the field for a while now he's good yeah i like i still like batflick as, as both bruce wayne and batman he's good there are some great moments with him in it. Um, of course, this is when he get introduced to Wonder Woman. And I got to say, her stuff in this movie, I forgot how well her battle sequences against Doomsday are. Her fighting and battle stuff in this is awesome. It, I mean, she has some really good action sequences in the first Wonder Woman movie. But watching her in this makes me hate 1984 that much more. Because what a waste that movie was. Yeah. But that aside, loved loved her in this. Um, of course, you got uh, Henry Cavill as uh, Superman again. Love him as Superman. I think he makes a great Superman. Amy Adams. I, and I also love um, Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White, head of Daily Planet. Right, right. Yeah, he's good as well. But yeah, um, I got to say, I did like this a little bit more. I kind of appreciated Lex Luthor a little bit more, played by Jesse Eisenberg. Because I, I kind of see where they're going with this now. I mean, not that I didn't before, but I kind of see where they're going as far as he's going to be a modern day, yeah, basically head of a social media company, even though it's still LexCorp. Yeah, I know. You like you want to like you're like yeah, he's like the guy from Facebook, and because you know he was in the social network too. It's like, what if Mark Zuckerberg was outwardly crazy? Yeah, and he does a good job at it, honestly. Still, yeah, is, I remember is that being like is, one of the my sore spots of the movie. Wait, wait, say that again. I said I remember that being like a sore spot in the movie for a lot of people. But I haven't watched Batman vs Superman since I watched it with you when we watched the three-hour cut. Yeah, and maybe it's because we just haven't had super, superhero stuff in a while now that I'm kind of like getting softer on this one because I've originally I was like this movie sucks. 
Now I'm kind of like, oh, I mean, it's actually not too bad. That's kind of what happened to me when we watched all the X-Men, the newer X-Men movies. I'm like, you know, this doesn't suck as bad as I remember it sucking. <laughs> Dark Phoenix still did, but Apocalypse got a little better. I, mean, I guess that's all right. <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? Um, overall, though, I mean, this, this movie has some great action sequences. And again, people are pissed off at Batman kills. I don't care. I'm cool with it. He's killing bad guys. That warehouse scene. I mean, when he throws a crate into a guy's head, knocks him into the wall, and blood splats on the wall. That is fucking sick. Dude, I know. Like when he like they I mean, like, especially in like the Nolan movies, he's more of like a ninja, like you know, not necessarily a ninja, but he's more like covert. But you kind of forget, like, yeah, Batman's technically a brawler and he fucking brawls in that movie. Oh, he kicks some ass in this film. I mean, some I know ass. some of the best Batman action you've ever seen. I'm just like, why didn't you do more with this? But ah. I, I would love to have seen a solo Ben Affleck Batman movie. That would have been awesome. But then again, it also seems like with the new Batman movie coming out seems like they might go more brawler i mean just from the trailer which is which is fine and as much as i'm starting to like um what's his face robert pattinson yeah starting to like him more as an actor and appreciate him especially after we saw that um what was that movie we saw from the creators no well tenet too but uh what's the one we saw the from the creators of uncut gems oh good times good times yeah when we saw him in that yeah that was kind of his catch me if you can if you will for me yeah I guess that, yeah, I could see that. But uh, yeah, I'm looking, still looking forward to his Batman film, but I would love to see Ben Affleck Batman solo. You just, you could, all you had to do is put him up, make a few good movies. You add a franchise. Right. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Where, where am I going with all this? I don't know. The movie's better than I remember it being. Still isn't great. The last hour is action packed, good stuff, though. I, I appreciate it. I like it. It's fun. Well, that's I, just had, I just had a good time watching it. Nice. I mean, like, yeah, it probably helps that we've literally spent like this last several years. Just anytime we remember it, we just shit on it. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of like sullies the memory completely. So even if it wasn't near, I don't know. But hey, you know, it's it's good that it's not as bad as you remember. I yeah, still, still prefer others, obviously. But... but hey, you know what? Well, here's what's funny. So I, I'm getting ready. My next thing I was going to watch Justice League, the original cut, the Joss Whedon mm-hmm. Justice League. Now I'm kind of like, maybe not. Because in some ways, when when Batman v Superman ended, I watched it last night. When it ended, I was like, okay, I'm ready for Zack Snyder Justice League now. Like I just want to go straight into it. Right. So I think I, I might I might actually skip watching the original Justice League. Still have vague memory that, of it, but I still want to like. It's been so long that I want to like be able to spot the main differences. I, same here, but oh man, I, I'm ready for. I, I don't know. That's I mean, maybe you just Justice watch League. it afterwards, but I feel like you still got to watch the original. Which maybe I, I don't know. See, I'd rather watch it beforehand because I have a feeling it's going to be the worst of the two. I mean, if nothing else, they should be at least a little different because, I mean, as people know, the original cut was, or like the one the theatrical one was two hours. This one's going to be four hours. So it's going to be different at the yeah. very least. I don't know. But I will say I had fun rewatching these two movies, even BVS. Still had fun watching it. Great action. The Batman stuff, amazing. Loved it. I totally forgot about that last scene when he's intimidating Lex Luthor in his jail cell. 
are interrogating. Yeah, gives him the good shit. Gives him the scar. Well, attempt. Well, gives it to the wall. Oh right, right. Okay, I'm like, but still, good shit though. Yeah, I don't know. Watching this, I'm like, oh, I wish I could watch this and go straight into a solo Batflick movie. I want Batflick again. That's the thing is, it kind of sucks that we'll never actually see like a whole Batman movie with him. Which kind of sucks because I love that part where he's training too. I don't know why. I just love that stuff. It's like, I'm going to go take on Superman. So I got to get ready. (laughs) So what do you do? You do CrossFit. Yeah. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, he got yoked for this movie too. Everybody did. Even fucking what's his face did. Are you thinking J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons for Justice League? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't need. You don't need the police commissioner to be jacked like that. Which hopefully they put Michael Keaton on the same um, plan for his reprisal of Batman in the Flash movie. Look, all I want is Michael Keaton to usher in the Batman Beyond franchise. I want to see a yoked Michael Keaton inside the Batman Beyond outfit and then does the same thing at the beginning. I just rewatched the first two episodes of Batman Beyond, which is essentially like one big episode. Oh, did you? Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, and I'm just like, fuck, I want this in live well, action. Well, I still want to see him in his Tim Burton cape and cowl from back in the day. Would love to see that. Maybe some alterations, but would love to see him in that. Whether whether the mask was on or off, I don't know. I just hopefully there's some great moment, like either on a rooftop with him or in the Batcave where we just get to meet him. I would love to see the original Batcave or at least tweaked version of like his Batcave. Yeah. Oh, God. As long as he still has the same car. Fucking love his Batmobile. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, moving on here. Uh, that's all for stuff I saw this week. Just recapping on my DC stuff as well as uh, Catch Me If You Can, a couple 80 films. It's been a fun week of movies for me. Yeah. I mean, same. I only watched one technically, but I had a great time with it. Let's move on here and let's talk our main movie on tap. Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya and the Last Dragon. Written by nine different people. Directed by Don Hall and Oates. Just kidding. Don Hall and Carlos Lopez Estrada, starring the voices of Kelly Marie Tran, Aquafina, Gemma Chan, and Isaac Wang. So long ago, so kind of just the story in case people are unfamiliar with it. Long ago in the fancy world of Kumandra, humans and dragons live together in harmony. However, when sinister monsters known as the Droon threatened the land, the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. Now, 500 years later, the same monsters have returned, and it's up to a lone warrior to track down the last dragon and stop the Droon for good. You want to start with your, you want to start with your general thoughts, or do you want me to go? First? Yeah, I'll start with my general thoughts because I've been hyped for this movie for a really long time. I think it was like a, probably two years ago, maybe longer. Like whatever, I forget the dig, like D23. You know, I think that's the big Disney event that they announced this movie at. Like, they announced a slate of movies um, and they re- 
Ray and the Last Dragon was one of the ones that they announced, and they just released a couple pieces of concept art. And it was like of dragons. And I'm like, okay, well, that concept art looks really cool. And then it kind of looks stylized in a different style than you normally see. It's like, that's cool. That's cool. So it's something that was on my radar. Then the trailer came out and I'm like, oh, fuck. I watched the trailer a lot because I'm like, this looks like it's going to be right. It's going to be tailored to things that I love. You know, very Eastern inspired. Definitely like reminded me of a lot of cool anime. Mm -hmm. Um, So actually sitting down and watching it, it wasn't quite what I had in mind, but it didn't really like, like it was a little bit different. Like, that's also on me. I only watched the first trailer. I never even had seen the dragon until I actually watched the movie, but I think they were also in other trailers. I, yeah, but I only overall, watched one. Yeah. So overall, like I was, I was stoked to go in. I think the movie uh, delivered on most things that I already had like in my head, but otherwise like I think fully delivered as like a good Disney movie, like a great Disney movie in my opinion. Uh, but I don't know. I had a really good time with it. Yeah, so for me, uh, I wasn't as hyped as you are. I didn't really see anything until I saw the first trailer, which I did like the first trailer, and I don't think I watched any second trailer because they just always give too much away. Just so sick of that. But yeah, it looked really good. I mean, the animation looked very sharp, and it was sharp. Uh, So I wasn't like super hyped going in, but I did sit down. I enjoyed myself, though. I mean, I was was more excited because isn't this the same folks that brought us Moana? Yeah, I think so. so. I I love that movie, and I was very excited to see kind of a follow-up to that. Uh, I wasn't quite as as uh, like into it, I guess, as, as you were. I enjoyed it quite a bit still, but I didn't love it. Like, I guess here's an example: is people our age, I would not say, "Oh yeah, definitely for thirty bucks, see it." However, if I had my own kids, I would be like, "Oh, absolutely, watch this movie." And same yeah, I with I, I mean, same with friends that have kids. I say, "Oh yeah, it's worth the thirty dollars for you and your family to sit down and watch it." So yeah, I wouldn't recommend my single friends to watch it but I would definitely recommend anyone with kids and family to watch it. It's definitely, yeah, worth it if you've got enough people to sit down and, you know, spread that $30 out, if you will. But overall, very sharp animation, fun action sequences, and yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, fun characters to follow, and yeah, no oh, singing. And, and most important, yeah, one thing, yeah, no songs whatsoever. No <laughs> I didn't even think about that until you said it, but holy shit, yeah, you're right. Like, there is... I mean, like there is, I guess, like a like one song, maybe if you can, even, but it's not ever like a full sequence. Yeah. But um, no, I definitely get what you're saying uh, about like, yeah, like, like this was like, definitely like hit a lot of like different things in my wheelhouse. So for me, I was, I was in it from the start. Um, and I was also just stoked on it. Um, but yeah, the animation looks so good that I'm like, Shiloh, I think I really want to see this in a theater, you know, and immediately it was just like, okay, can we like rent a theater? Like there's an AMC in Vancouver, but I looked it up and you cannot get a private theater for Raya and the Last Dragon, at least not right now. So that's what I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I want to see this in like 4k, like on a screen. Cause damn, my TV does not do it justice. Yeah, I just looked at a local theater here that's one of the only few open ones, and they're not playing it for some reason. They're playing the new Croods movie, but not Raya. Why? I don't know. Well, didn't no like sense. Disney do a whole thing where they don't want their stuff in like shittier theaters, pretty much? At least with I, the fo- I, don't, I don't know. Box office is box office. You would think so. You'd but think. Uh, 
I don't know. And one of the things that we hadn't mentioned yet, which also like, yeah, which kind of goes back to you saying that like the creators of Moana worked on this, or at least one of them did. But the world building in Moana, I think is excellent. And yes. the world building in this uh, movie, I thought was really, really great. Like that was one of my favorite things. I mean, like, because the whole story is obviously Raya, you know, loses her home country to essentially like war amongst themselves and also war against the uh, the Droon. So then she essentially goes on a quest to find the last dragon and you go to each of the nations throughout the movie. And I thought that was awesome. I was so glad that they did that. Yeah. Because I mean, like each one has a distinct feel like some is like just a huge desert, others is, like a bustling like river town. I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed the changes of scenery and how it like moved through the areas and how she would acquire another uh, person in each country that she traveled to. To the, <laughs> but um, you know that actually happened to the point where like actually after I re- realized or actually after Shiloh pointed out, she's like, "Oh man, she's get she's like getting a single person from or at least a group of people from." each of these different countries. And I'm like, oh shit, Shiloh, she's putting a crew together. I think they're going to heist the gem. And the, Her Shiloh Justice hates League together. Movies. Her own she, Avengers. Well, Shiloh hates heist movies, so that's why I made that joke. And then literally the next scene was like, all right, here's the plan. <laughs> she's getting like, her oh own my ocean, God, they're heisting she's it. getting her own Ocean's Eleven together. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yes, fuck yeah. That just cracked me up. <laughs> But honestly, man, I don't know. Like, I, I really love this movie. Like, my biggest, like, holdback at first was the dragon, for me, was being a bit too goofy. Yeah, and, and that goes along with my, my basically only negative of this. It was the humor was very too modern and just so childish. Like, oh, look, I'm closer to my butt. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, really? Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. I had to run, like, part, like, yeah, definitely I am got to the age. I'm like, I get it. It's a Disney movie. It's, like, it's supposed to be enjoyed by everybody, but it's still aimed at children. Because in my head, I'm and like, man, it. if it, it wasn't Disney that made this, this could have been, like, a How to Train Your Dragon type emotional. I mean, well, that's not true. I still cried a shitload in this movie. <laughs> but um, This one? Yeah, I did. I, really? Child and I were like gasping for air at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. We were just, every one of these like lone survivors has their own tragic backstory. Most of them just lost people, you know, throughout like the war and like the Droon scourge. Because, you know, they changed, they changed them to stone, but no one knows how to unchange them. So they're as good as dead pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, like, I guess that was my biggest question. Like, yeah, it kind of like threw me back, like the humor, like not the same as like childish, but like it did throw me back how modern they were making. Modern, I guess that makes sense for Disney. But it did take me a second to adjust. But even the dragon at the end has a huge monumentous moment too, which maybe it would have felt a little shallower if it didn't start out so goofy. But I, I get what you're saying. Like that was kind of after I adjusted to it, I kind of like was back on track, but it did derail me for a few minutes. I was kind of settling into the humor of the dragon. 
Yeah, it, it took a little bit. Maybe this would have been better if I'd watched it with people. I watched it by myself, but it didn't get me all tear tearjerky. I don't know. I mean, I definitely like liked the ending quite a bit. We'll get to that in spoilers, but didn't get me all tearjerky. Fair enough. Like I'm no lie. I mean, Shiloh was tearing up like during the beginning with all the stuff with her dad was happening. And then by the end, you know, like everybody gets a tragic backstory and then you see the resolution to all of those backstories. <laughs> Humor-wise, that was one of my favorite parts when they're, she's at the beginning, we don't know it's her dad yet, sword battling that guy, trying to get to the gym. He has her in a position and then he goes, boop, <laughs> on her nose. Yeah. I don't know why that and, cracked me up. And the action sequences were so good. The animation. Very well the, choreographed. Very well choreographed. They were interesting too. They weren't like, as like run of the mill as you would think like i thought they were all very imaginative and interesting and how she used her sword i really liked that was so badass to watch in action like her dad using it and then her using it later yeah that sword is cool. cool um I, I i don't know where you want to go from here i'm like are we still on opening thoughts or we're kind of getting into it now i mean we're i feel like we're into it uh yeah as far as i'm just trying to think of sequences i forget the name of her little friend what's her little friend that she that grows up to be a big I, when we first see her going in the desert i was like oh she's a total tuscan raider now <laughs> kind of i mean like she's definitely got that vibe going on what what is oh, what is that what was her little friend called i can't remember her little like oh. snail shell friend thing oh 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 uh tuk tuk i think yeah he was a fun character. I know. I'm just like, yeah, adore. That's the thing. This movie like does a lot of things right, but it also still goes through the Disney checkbox. Like, adorable animal sidekick, check. The funny one, check. You know. Yeah. But now the modern, like modern texts are tragic backstories <laughs> and all that shit. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I said, like it it takes a lot of Disney boxes, but I think it ex the execution is like extremely well done. The animation looks amazing. It's stylized in more of an Eastern style. And like the environments are so distinct from one another that you know you're in a different, you would know you were in a different place even if the movie didn't flash like a, uh, you know, like a title card that said what country you're in. Which, which area, yeah. Which, which I think which is like one of I the love, biggest I love that, that sequence that went where the animation went to 2D. That was really cool. Oh my god, yeah, when they're going through like the uh kind of like the vignettes for the different countries. I thought that was thanks for reminding me because I remember yeah, just thinking that was a child, really cool like, child, this is awesome. Like it kind of just like caught me off guard, but I just I loved that sequence. That was great. Um, I'm trying to think. Ba, ba, ba. And as far as Sisu goes, like I do like the overall arc for the dragon. Mm -hmm. and yeah like some of the jokes didn't land for me but also some of them had me laughing out loud um i think overall like I, like again once i got used to them just like throwing a lot of modern humor into like this more mystical tale i uh i was fine with it and i guess it does kind of make her like seriousness more impactful because i mean it does give you the air that she's like kind of a goofy like at least a very young dragon and her mm -hmm. older brothers and sisters 
you know, that they tell you like sacrifice themselves at the very beginning. Like that's part of the whole tale of how the world survived. So what, what did you think as far as like these dragons, their design, they have no wings, but the way they get around is they create these like water pads below them and run on those. Well, I thought that was really interesting because most Japanese dragons don't have wings. They're not depicted with wings usually. Um, but so to make them just like, instead of just fly, like it's almost like the illusion of flying because they kind of like prance, like, I guess like, I guess prance. I, I don't know what else to call it, but they're kind of like, I guess yeah, more basically. galloping. <laughs> I don't know. Like Gallop. they kind of just like run uh, through the air and they kind of like bounce off these little, like, I guess you said water platforms. I'm not really sure exactly what they're supposed to be, but kind of just magic, I guess, but they're not necessarily flying but it distinctly shows them like kind of using i don't know why i guess i just figured it just looked like maybe because they're semi-clear this look like they're running across water like creating water pads below them of course i i I don't know it's just first thing that came to mind i guess yeah i mean like i'm later really it's it's definitely a very cool visual and i like how it works because like as you see them running you just kind of see like the uh the flow of how the dragon's body moves and i thought it was just a really cool effect that they're not actually flying but it, gives, it, it like, was the different illusion. and I, I think that's why i liked it, it was just something different yeah kind of cool so just to have something yeah because they could fly but other i don't know i'm trying to think of uh i mean i did like how they talked about like all the different dragons had different powers and how sisu's was she was a water dragon mm-hmm. so i mean that led to some great sequences like her like using her tail essentially to make a jet boat out of like the uh <laughs> That was funny. I thought that was really clever and like a good thing to do with her character. You know, like she's definitely a dragon. So like they use her as a, like, you know, obviously as a character, but they also use like utilize her actual dragon abilities a lot more creatively than I think you would normally see. Mm-hmm. Which I definitely liked as well. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of some other favorite moments here. Um, I did like the rivalry between uh, Raya and what's her friend's name? Namari? Yes. Uh, what did you think of them? Uh, overall, like, I mean, overall, I like their rivalry. Like, it made sense. Like, when they first met, you kind of got, like, a little bit of bad vibes <laughs> from her. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if I'm being... You know, just like, oh, you know, because again, that kind of leads into more like Disney tropes or tropes in general. But it's likely like her, like as an adult, like she was like very intimidating. And she, I don't know, like I really liked their rivalry. Like I thought she was like a very cool kind of like bad guy, but not, I guess, less bad guy, more just like strictly a rival. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, it all culminates at the in the third act with an insane sword fight which i thought like everything leading up to that like that point at the end of them just like having this amazingly animated and choreographed sword fight i just that scene blew me away i was that was probably one of my favorite probably my favorite scene of the whole movie yeah no i definitely like the ending i like all the sacrifices at the end which should we just say spoiler at this point let's just say spoilers 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 in five four three two one spoilers so yes yeah, battle sequence at the end when we get to try to get the last part of the stone so this is almost like collecting infinity stones but it's all part of one stone 
one big stone, which is Sisu's like heart or like essentially her power or her, her, I guess it's her sibling's power. Yeah. Which, you know, one of the things that I actually really liked because like leading up to, you know. I do like how, go ahead. Oh, I'm just like, well, like leading up to the end, you know, like she's going through all these countries, like getting, collecting stones and also collecting new crew members essentially for her quest. And when it, I'm just trying to say, I'm like, and I do like how all of them get like a nice resolution that had me in fucking tears. But, um, you know, and then having that, like while she's doing all these fun little quests, she's also being hunted down by Namari in the background. She's just like kind of always right on her tail, mm-hmm. you know? And then when they have that, when essentially she pretends to be on their side and then she, by, it's kind of pretty much implied that Raya, it's Raya's fault that she shoots Sisu and essentially kills Sisu, which I was not expecting that at all but i also thought it was a nice like very native for feel more mythological like the last dragon dies and she's a water dragon so the water in the world just it's gone you're mm-hmm. fucked because if you weren't fucked if the drone weren't around you would still all die of dehydration in a matter of like weeks if not well days actually but then it's just like that yeah that's gone and then the, your only protection from this like essentially like almost unstoppable foe is gone your only deterrent is gone so it's just like you're fucked either way even if these weren't here you're dead but yeah. that, i don't know like i really liked how that played out yeah no that's good and again like it ends with that amazing sword battle and like i mean i just kind of like from that moment on like i was like it was just like a race to the end because like after you know sisu is killed like rye you just see the change in her demeanor and face and she just like goes out for blood (laughs) like she's just straight up looking for revenge nothing else will satisfy Mm -hmm. and i thought that was really interesting i'm like oh that was kind of like the dark tone that i wish the whole movie had which is the hard part like i get it that's i'm like it's kid's movie but still a very good movie and i still really liked it yes i would have loved this if it was just straight for adults like not necessarily like over the top like violence, but if it was more like adult or teen to adult focused, I think this would have been like an amazing movie. And I still think it is an amazing movie. A little more serious but... dark tone. Yeah. I... I'm trying to think here. Well, any last thoughts on it? I don't know. I mean, I agree with a lot of things you've said. I mean, uh, I don't know. you're just like man i don't want to not love this movie but you're also like but i don't love the movie i I love it all right yeah i like it quite a bit but i yeah i'm not in love with it i don't know like if i had to grade out it's somewhere between b plus a minus it's right there i again i can't recommend all all my single friends pay 30 dollars to watch it on disney plus but if you got kids heck yeah and if i had kids i'd definitely be showing them this movie yeah, oh, I guess that's something we should also discuss is really like, personally, I mean, I was so hyped for this movie that even if I had to pay $30 by myself, I probably would have for this movie because I just was really excited to see it. And Overall, I might have I, just to watch it. It's just for if you're just a single person, like, I don't know, like, I guess watching the trailer, you would know if this movie kind of like hits your boxes or not for the most part. 
Right. You know, and I could tell from the trailer that it was going to hit some boxes. So I was already primed. I'm like, yeah, I could spend $30, whatever. Because at least then I get to watch it over and over again. You know, but I don't know. Like, is it? So I, I guess in your opinion, for a family, spend the money. But if you're just a single person, you're saying don't spend the $30. Unless you watch the trailers and are like hooked. Yeah. But I can't, I'm just not in the, I'm not in the position to say, oh my gosh, you must sit down and watch this. Right. Otherwise, great movie especially, still overall. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I had to grade this out, I give it an A minus. It's still really well done. Fun story, fun adventure, great animation. Uh, the voice cast is fine. Again, great thing, world building. Thing, things that bring it down for me is the modern humor. I mean, bugs that fart. I mean, come on. Yeah. But otherwise, it was a lot of fun still. I enjoyed it. I do love the ending quite a bit. All the people sacrificing themselves so that uh, the dragon can do their thing. Good well, stuff. not only that, like essentially saying like, yeah, we trust, or at least at the very least at the end, they're saying we trust Raya and she trusts you. So, right. and then they all just kind of one by one just dust themselves. And I'm like, oh my God, like that. Wasn't expecting that. Good moment, good moment. I think one of the other. I I still liked it. Yeah, I'm not trying to down it. I just, I didn't think it was A plus material. Like, I'm not going to go recommend this to everybody. Fair enough. I mean, it doesn't tick all your boxes. That's totally fine. Um, Overall, like, I think, like I said, I already said I would pay, probably would have paid $30 by myself. But luckily, you know, like, we, I just sent you my account. You sent me $30 to watch it. What? So Daniel would have paid $35 to watch it. I. I mean, I liked it so much that I'm like, yeah, I want to go see this in 4K on a fucking like really nice screen. That's what I want to do. Be awesome. I would. would I'd, I'd pay to see this in theaters. Yeah, I mean, like, I know I'm like, I bought it from Disney Plus, but now I'm like, man, I'm probably gonna buy this movie when it actually is physically released. Do it. Do it. But I'm still gonna watch it like at least two or three more times before then. <laughs> But that's yeah that's pretty much all i gotta say like i think i i it's very clear that i very much really liked this movie a lot yeah cool all right well yeah i give it let's uh, once more a minus overall and i'd say on entertainment scale i probably give it eight out of ten for entertainment i mean it's still got some very entertaining moments in it yeah i mean i mean obviously this is an a plus for me i loved it i was primed for this type of thing but and i, I thought Andy it was great the execution was really good had i shed a tear i might have bump it up a little bit but i didn't shed a tear like i said child and i were literally gasping for air by the end of it like all of these families are reunited like she finally gets to see her dad again like sisu sees all her siblings and we're just like every fucking reveal of just like oh the baby found the family uh <laughs> The guy who misses his family got his family back. Uh. <laughs> it just destroyed us. Uh, nah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I it's it just turned a certain age. The movies make me cry now. It, I get it. I get it. I mean, when Kevin Bacon walks in at the end of Footloose after brawling outside and says, well, let's party! And the Footloose theme song starts. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's close. Yeah, you got it. Totally the same thing. <laughs> totally the same thing. Hey, we came here to party. Let's let's do it. 
You listen to the police? No, but I'll let you know if I hear them. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that's an A plus and A minus for uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Check it out on Disney Plus. Uh, like now, stream on Disney Plus for thirty dollars. Hopefully, if and I'd say if yeah, and I, I would say if you have it playing in a theater near you that you can actually go to theaters for, go see it in theaters. Yeah. For I one, would. they need all the support they can get. All right, Daniel, where can they find us? On movies underscore brews on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what you thought of the Raya Last Dragon. Loved it, hated it, overhyped, underhyped. I mean, I'm pretty hyped. Yeah, Jordan is not super hyped, but enjoyably hyped. Still enjoyed it. Just wasn't as hyped as you. And this isn't again like a Toy Story three. Like, oh my god, you got it. everybody needs to see this. How this trilogy ends, and then yeah, that brought me to tears at the end. Still does every time I watch it. Yeah. Okay. And this is Woody. One thing about Woody is he always be there for you. <laughs> I know, gets me every time. And I'm just like. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for downloading the show. Leave us a five-star review. It helps the show grow. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers!